Hello, everyone. Welcome back to my podcast. My name is Catherine, and today I'm going to talk about Genesis chapter thirty-eight, and this is a story between Judah and his daughter-in-law Tamar. And before this chapter, it was the story of Joseph, but then this was inserted、um, here because、uh, it's an important. Uh, lineage about Jesus and Judah was a brother of Joseph, and so it's important to talk about where he came from and I mean where his descendants came from. Okay, so chapter thirty eight says at that time Judah left his brothers and went down to stay with a man of Adullam named named Hira. So so there Judah met the daughter of a Canaanite man. Named Shua, so he married her, and slept with her, and she became pregnant and gave birth to a son, who was named Er. She conceived again and gave birth to a son and named him Onan, and she gave birth to still another son and named him Shela, and it was at Kazeb that she gave birth to him. Okay, so we see that even though it was forbidden for The descendants of Israel to marry the woman of the land, which is Canaan, and、um, but Judah still did. So,、um, so Judah got a wife for Er, his firstborn, and her name was Tamar. But Er, Judah's firstborn, was wicked in the Lord's sight, so the Lord put him to death. Okay, so we see here that his first son's name. Air was、um, if you reverse it, it's when it's spelled backwards, it's spelled out the word ra, which means evil. So it's not really a coincidence that he was wicked in the Lord's sight. So the Lord put him to death. Then Judah said to Onan, "Sleep with your brother's wife, and fulfill your duty to her as a brother-in-law to raise up offspring for your brother." But Onan knew that the child would not be his. So whenever he slept with his brother's wife, he spilled his semen on the ground to keep from providing offsprings for his brother. And what he did was wicked in the Lord's sight, so the Lord put him to death also. So this is what's called the liberate marriage or brother-in-law marriage, meaning when the older son died, then、um, the younger son has the responsibility to marry. And、um, or the older son died childless, so the younger brother has the、um, obligation to marry and impregnate his brother's widow. And the resulting child was customarily given to the dead brother, and under his name, so it was considered to be a successor to the dead brother's line. And at that time, the surviving brother had no choice in the matter, nor was the widow free to decline marriage. To her dead husband's brother, so um, so yeah, so Onan didn't really have a choice, and we don't really know why he didn't want to provide an heir for his brother. Um, maybe out of his own selfish reason. I mean, um, it's not that big of a deal when we see it from modern day perspective, but maybe at the time he felt um this child would not be under his name, and um. So he didn't want to give his brother an offspring.
Um, and then later on, this was modified by this um, by the modified this tradition by allowing a brother to refuse to marry his brother's widow. Okay, and so we see in the book of Ruth, um, the closest kinsman was able to um, to refuse to marry Ruth um, by removing the man's sandal and spat at him. Okay, I mean to remove the the next person in line to receive this woman as his wife and provide an offspring, and he he will be spat at, but it's still better than marrying somebody that you really don't want to marry, okay? And so, okay, so in verse 10 it says, what Onan did was wicked in the Lord's sight, so the Lord also put him to death. So Judah then said to his daughter-in-law Tamar, saying, Live as a widow in your father's household until my son Shelah grows up. So at this point, we, we can tell that Shelah is probably still a kid and he's not able to give him, give Tamar a son or daughter. So, um, so he's not able, he's still too young. And then, and then it says, for Judah thought he, he may die too, just like his brothers. So Tamar went to live in his father, father her father's, household so maybe in judah's mind he probably thinks oh tamar is probably not a very lucky woman because the two men that she married to were dead and both were judah's sons so verse 12 says after a long time judah's wife the daughter of shua died when judah had recovered from his grief he went up to timnah to the men who were shearing his sheep and his friend hira the adulamite went with him. So his Hira is his good friend. So when Tamar was told, your father-in-law is on his way to Timnah to shear his sheep, she took off her widow's clothes, covered herself in a veil to disguise herself, and then sat down at the entrance of Enon, which is on the road to Timnah. For she saw that though Sheila had now grown up, she had not given to him as his wife. So she realized that Judah didn't really have um, the will to give her to her um, to his third son, and then she can't really remarry because she's still technically she is still under Judah's um, family. So, um, so in v- verse fifteen it says, "When Judah saw her, he thought she was a prostitute, for she had covered her face." Now realizing that she was his daughter-in-law, he went over to her by the roadside and said, Come now, let me sleep with you. So at this point, his Judah's wife is already um, dead. So, I mean, it's not a good thing to sleep with a prostitute, but um, he didn't really have uh, a marriage to restrain him. So, and she says, What will you give me to sleep with you? I'll send you a young goat from my flock, he said. Will you give me something as a pledge until you send it? She asked. And Judah said, what pledge should I give you? And Tamar said, your seal and its cord and the staff in your hand, she answered. So he gave them to her and slept with her, and she became pregnant by him. After she left, she took off her veil and put on her widow's clothes again. And meanwhile, Judah sent by the young goat, Send the young goat by his friend, the Adulamite, in order to get his pledge back from the woman. But he did not find her. 
He asked the man who lived there, "Where is the shrine prostitute who was beside the road at Enon?" There hasn't been any shrine prostitute here," they said. So he went back to Judah and said, "I didn't find her. Besides, the man who lived there said there hasn't been any shrine prostitute here." So in, well, Judah didn't think、um, the woman he slept with was a shrine prostitute, but his friend、um, Hira thought. She was one of the shrine prostitutes, and、um, at the time in the occult, they really believed that if you sleep with、um, with a prostitute from any temple or any worshiping place, it brings them good luck. So there were lots of shrine shrine prostitutes, but、um, what Judah said, he he only treat thought she was one of the prostitutes, regular prostitutes. So he went back to, and then oh sorry, verse twenty three says, then Judah said, let her keep what she has, or we will become a laughing stock. After all, I did send her this young goat, but you didn't find her. About three months later, Judah was told, your daughter in law Tamar is guilty of prostitution, and as a result, she's now pregnant. And Judah said, bring her out and have her burned to death. So Judah really didn't think about what he did.、It、was also not very.、Um, <laughs> very moral, but then whenever he when he heard that Tamar was um had a got pregnant by a man, immediately he thought he should she should be burned to death. So as she being brought out, she sent a message to her father in law. I'm pregnant by the man who owns these, she said, and she added, "If you recognize those whose seal and cord and staff these are." So it was pretty smart of her to get、um, the cord and seal, and the staff to prove the person who was who slept with her, and then she wanted to turn the table and let Judah know、um, she finally obtained an offspring for his line, even though it was also a form of deceit. So Judah recognized him and said, "She's more righteous than I, since I wouldn't give her to my son Shela." And he didn't sleep with her again, so he realized what she did was really providing an heir for the family. So he didn't、um, come after her anymore. So when the time came for her to give birth, there were twin brothers, twin boys, in her womb. And as she was giving birth, one of them put out his hand. So the midwife took a scarlet thread and tied it on his wrist and said, "This one came out first. But when he drew back his hand, his brother came out." And she says, "So this is how you have broken out." So he was named Perez, and Perez means breaking out. And then his brother, who had the scarlet thread on his wrist, came out, and he was named Zera, which means scarlet or brightness. Okay, so this is a story of Judah and Tamar, and the Bible is really just telling us、um, where did Jesus' lineage came from, and.、Um, Since Joseph is not、um, the line that Jesus came from, so Judah was、um, given a bit more writing to know,、um, to let people, let the reader know the genealogy of、um, the line of Jacob, Abraham and Jacob. Okay, so、um, it's a very interesting story, and it really shows、um, how Tamar took matters into her own hands and. Really obtained an an heir from 
the Lion of Judah. So, uh, so that's it. And hope you enjoyed listening to this story. I'll see you next time. Goodbye.